Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date, uh, reg- old regular old mailbag edition. Uh, I'm Matthew. That's right. I'm Judah. Uh, yeah, we got a mailbag, and then we got a whole bunch of shooting the shit. So, <laughs> yeah, I have made progress on uh, my next musical project for you. So, and as you uh, know, I have made progress on being able to play audio clips. So that's right. We're I getting there. Be set. I have done. I've gone through fifteen out of the twenty-eight Mountain Goats records that I have. God, so we're so many. We're getting there. I've only uh, from that. I have an initial track list so far of sixty-two songs. So there's gonna also have to be some pruning. I think so. Because um, I think we had decided thirty-two was a good number. Thirty-two is a good number. Thirty-two is gonna be tough to get down to. Sixty-four is gonna be a that's a slog. Sixty-two will be a slog. Yeah. Yeah. one. All right. So. Uh, let's jump right in. Mailbag by brother date. On October 30th, Shannon delivered her book report for the book Cat's Cradle. Yeah, I think we were like mid-pod to be fair last time. <laughs> yeah, it had, like she just missed us. Yeah. At brother date, Cat's Cradle, narrator John had wanted to write a book about Hiroshima. He interviews three grown children of Manhattan Project scientist Felix Henniker and learns Felix had supposedly failed to invent a solution to mud called <laughs> Ice-9. That guy was really worried about mud. I don't know what a solution to mud means. I guess just dry out that mud, dry it out, and then it's dirt. Yeah. that's what Like, I in the doing. context of the Manhattan Project, is mud something special? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe that's terminology. I just assumed we were talking straight mud, and then I was like, just get a big old hairdryer. Like, a nuclear bomb won't work if there's too much mud. Anyway, (laughs) no solution. Or he'd fail to invent a solution. Uh, Book report continues. Ice-9 is an isotope of water that freezes at room temperature. John goes to San Lorenzo Island, where residents practice Bokanism, a faith that promotes happy lies and is used to pacify the people despite extreme poverty. Okay. The current leader kills himself with Ice-9, leading to all water on Earth freezing. Oh, he did a whoopsie. Yeah. He thought he'd just kill himself, but then he froze out all the waters. Current time. Most of planet is dead, <clears throat> except for a handful of survivors on San Lorenzo. John is finishing this book and reflecting on human stupidity. And they lived happily ever after. Yeah, it sounds like a bummer. Also, sorry I missed the deadline for this week's pod show. I kind of thought you recorded later in the day. We record whenever we can, like, scrape the time to do it. Yeah, I think I So we don't have a set schedule. This is why we keep catching Ben off guard. Yeah, I think I replied to her saying that we, there, that we only really had kind of a loose concept of a, of a recording yeah. time. We didn't think anyone would care about this show enough to 
play in the space. <laughs> get on the schedule with us? Yeah, exactly. Try to podjack or anything like that? We do it a different way. It's not possible. You can't podjack us. Uh, is this... Did that sound familiar? Was that the book you read? No, I haven't read that one. Okay. I The, the Vonnegut I read was Galapagos. Which... I don't think was about the world ending, though the, some people did get stranded on an island. One of the Galapagos Islands. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I think in that one, there's a big South American war that prevents them from being... Um, uh, Why did you laugh? Did you hear that weird noise my throat <laughs> made? <laughs> I heard it so loudly. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I just had one of those, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like when you gleek by accident, but it's like a noise gleek. <laughs> but it was just like my mouth was closed. That just happened entirely within my neck. I didn't know whether it was you or like one of your cats or <laughs> what was going on. Um in the one I read, the big war happens, and so they can't get back from their dumb tour on the Galapagos Islands, and then they get stuck there forever. I think I remember that right. So, uh, I haven't read any of his works. It seems like maybe he had a little bit of a fascination oh. with nuclear war. Well, here's something that got stuck in my head. I'll tell you the line that I remember. <clears throat> with his fly open, his penis was as much a mystery as a pendulum on a grandfather clock. Hmm. A, a reading by Matthew. Hmm. But it was re- it was a reading from memory. <laughs> and I went, um that's, that's a crazy way to say that. What are we doing here? What's this what's this book about? You should write a new book. <laughs> so I should get a new apartment. <laughs> right. So I never read, uh, I never read this one, but it sounds like some similar themes in there. Well, thank you very much for the book report, Shannon. Uh, your next assignment is, of course, the Phantom Toll Booth. <laughs> we, I think, we got we were better when we were playing with in my brother Sam is dead territory. I think that's probably true. So we're gonna hit some classics: Phantom Toll Booth, Banicula, probably. Oh yeah, that's a good one for sure. We want to do Banicula? We should do that. Maybe if you know, like around the holiday season, probably she's not gonna have a lot of time to do this. We'll do a quick one, like uh, Velveteen Rabbit. I think mm-hmm. that'd be good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, maybe if you want to knock out a series, you can hit some of them Wayside School books. Those were uh, really a great read when I was a little kid. I don't know those. They were um. They couldn't have been good. When um, when I was about nineteen or maybe twenty, I had a uh, I was part of a group blog. Okay. And when people wanted to join the group blog, we used to make them do writing assignments. Oh boy! And we made a girl named Alexandra Kleeman do a book report on uh, Hardy Boys' Case of the Missing Chums. I want to say <laughs> as her writing assignment. Was that like might a, have been a different Hardy Boys? Was there some double meaning in there? Was it like his buddies were missing, but then also like straight up some like some fish bait was missing or something? Dog, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember anything. I barely remembered that their names are Frank and Joe, and I don't remember which was which. I would never have remembered that. Yeah, well, I read a hundred of them, Jeff, so I should remember. I would have said Jeff and Matt Hardy. Of course. Yes, well, that's different, of course. The North Carolina Hardys. <sighs> yeah. Um, anyway, she is now a published author and professor at, uh, the new school. So she's doing real well. Obviously fucking around with us on a group blog didn't hurt her any. 
That's good. Well, then you don't have yeah. to feel responsible for it. Everybody read her novel. You too can have a body like mine. Okay. Uh, maybe that should be the next book report. Mm. No, you're right. It's better if we're doing. Mm, no, I yeah. think Phantom Tollbooth is the right call. Okay. That's Adam Carolla's favorite book and maybe the only one he ever read. So <laughs> He does often talk about how he cannot read. So. Yeah. Uh, on the 31st, Ben wrote in at Brother Date, a solicitor practices law. But only a barrister can appear in court as the advocate in a litigation. So I've been told. Makes sense since bar and barrister have the same root. But we don't have to take Ben's word for it. Mm. By the way, it does make sense. Um, yes. Which is why I immediately doubted it. <laughs> Makes too much sense. That's right. Yeah. It can't be that simple. Although that uh, Stephen Fry show, Kingdom, where he is one of those two. Uh-huh. I thought I had to look it up at some point because of that. Like what was happening in that show where his brother's missing and he's like a small town lawyer. It doesn't matter. Uh, Shannon's husband, Barry, writes, greetings to you both. I wanted to join Shannon in performing useful work for the podcast. This Thank is an you. email. He doesn't tweet. Again, that again, that sounds definitely like an insult. I mean, a little bit, right? That only they have done useful work. And <laughs> helped add to your developing understanding of the legal world. First, on the issue of solicitors and barristers... The basic gist of it is that barristers are the ones in court, and solicitors do the paper-based legal work, like titles, deeds, etc. Okay. Attached. I don't know why I bothered to say attached, because I'm not going to put this on a website or anything. No, no, no. You can find a basic structure of the different levels of court within the UK, and a bit of explanation on our Supreme Court. He couldn't be bothered to retype it. So, now he has attached three... three JPEGs... <laughs> Of pieces of paper, and they're not even oriented up and down. <laughs> um, I'm going to describe the first one to you. Okay. It um, at the bottom it says England and Wales, and it took me a long time to figure out that that was the label for the entire page because okay. it's bottom middle and the same size as all of the descriptions of the various courts. Yeah. So <clears throat> here's the structure. As depicted on this page. At the top is the monarch. Sure. Which I, I like to think that he hedged his bets. Because, like, you know, the queen's getting pretty old. Oh, yeah. I mean, pretty soon it's going to be... Um, everyone thinks they're going to skip that other guy, right? It's going to be the, one of the younger guys. You know, that used to be the prevailing wisdom. I don't know if, if that's still the belief. Dave or whatever. It's <laughs> probably going to be Dave. Prince Dave. Uh, As you can what see, the, I don't pay What was the John Goodman movie... Babe, King the, Ralph? The babe? Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, the babe. King, King Ralph. <laughs> yeah, Ralph, maybe. Maybe it's Ralph. As you can see, I don't pay much attention to like royal gossip or who's having a baby or who's getting married. That's a good answer to that loose, very open question that I asked. What's that John Goodman movie? <laughs> the babe? I don't know. That's the one that makes me the angriest, so that's usually the one I'm thinking about. Uh, well, we'll probably talk about that for 20 minutes. Okay. <clears throat> um... Then he has it broken up into three, I guess, broad... Oh, sorry. Below that is uh, across the top of all three of the lesser categories. He has Supreme Court of the UK. Okay. So that's below the monarch and on top of everything else. Uh, then on the left, he has a column called Criminal. Okay. And uh, at the top of that are the High Court and the Court of Appeal. Okay. Below that is the Crown Court. Oh. And below that is the magistrate's court. 
See, now now we're back in unfamiliar territory. Yeah, right. I don't know what the Crown Court does as opposed to what the Magistrate... Magist... Magic Court does. Exactly. <laughs> I think that they deal mostly with crimes within the wizarding world well good it's about time somebody did because there's a lot of crimes have you seen any of those fucking smelly potter movies uh, yeah honestly if you watch those harry potter movies it does seem like it is mostly crime it's almost all crime and by the way committed yeah. by everybody yes rampant crime a lot of crime yeah Hagrid, uh, in everybody. the middle <laughs> in the middle we john, have uh... john slytherin i don't know all of them <laughs> boy you really bounced off of that shit didn't you did not care at all you don't read any fiction, so it's not surprising that you didn't read the books, but I, like... I, um, it was one of the first things I ever did with Marjan, was we went with some of her friends to go see a Smelly Potter movie, and I, I was pretty offended. Wait, in like... In the year 2000? 2001? In the year 2001? 2001. I, I know, but I have to say in the year 2000. In the year 2000... What's great is if you watch that clip on YouTube now, if you watch it in the year 2000 clip on YouTube, you lose half of it. (laughs) Like, because it could have been from before the year 2000. It's an old clip. Yeah. Uh, In the middle column, we have civil, and that has high court on top. And uh, actually, high court is aligned with crown court. I don't know if that's meaningful. And at the bottom, we have county court. And uh, on the right, we have family, and that just has one entry aligned with magistrate's court and county court. And that is... Family court. There is a second axis, I guess, on this, which suggests that in the top two levels, that is high court, court of appeal, crown court, and high court, again, but for civil. I love, this is such good podcasting, I love this so much. Wigs are worn. (laughs) I should really have just uploaded this somewhere, right? (laughs) Like, I didn't know we were This is a confusing graphic, and Matt and I had to talk about what it might mean for some time. I didn't didn't know we were going to throw him under the bus, but I too saw the graph, and... I had a hard time understanding exactly what it was trying to tell me. Yeah. I think part of the problem is there's no line drawn. Yeah. It does look like they're just off in space. Just here's some bit over here. There's a bit over here. And it says, where's wigs on the side? And I just go, I don't know. Yeah. And then in the second, he, there's a second version that shows the court structures for Scotland, Northern Ireland, and British overseas territories and dependencies. And then a, uh, and by the way, uh, again, wigs appear to be worn only in a high court of the justiciary, what? the court of session, and sheriff court, which doesn't seem real. <laughs> justiciary definitely doesn't seem real. Yeah, I may not be pronouncing that right. <laughs> it could be the justiciary. Um, Shannon, record how your Scottish husband says that, oh. since this is the court of Scotland. Yes, that would be helpful. And then... Uh, also, apparently, wigs are worn in the Court of Appeal, the Crown Court, and the High Court in Northern Ireland. Okay. So, that's all you ever want to know about wigs and <laughs> where they are worn. But there is then a slide on the Supreme Court. This Was this a PowerPoint deck, do you think? I, one of those slides definitely looked like a PowerPoint deck. The Supreme Court is apparently uh, quite recent. Okay. Uh, they're taking over duties that used to be performed by... Uh, the the members of the House of Lords who were lawyers, I think, is is what Hold what's on. happening here. Hold on, really? So, like, if you were in the House of Lords and you were a lawyer, then this was, I mean, that makes sense, but that's never how it should be done. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Okay. A specialist subsection of the House of Lords is what he's written here, and then he's uh, gone on to explain what the House of Lords is. But that wasn't the part that was confusing. No. <laughs> um. <clears throat> 
And he talks about the fox hunting ban. This might, again, he prepared this for some occasion, probably not for us. It does seem like he dug this up. It has been folded into quarters at some point. (laughs) Again, again. I I know it sounds like I'm throwing him under the bus. I'm just saying, I don't think he made this to explain this to us. No, uh, you could say it was haphazard, uh, lazy. But he's doing useful work. You could say it was informal. That's what Um, Mary Berry would say. She'd say it was informal. Anyway, they have no power of judicial review over the laws. Um, The monarch has pardon power, but it's very sparsely used. Uh, And his last sentence here is, we still have an executive branch that is part of the majority party in our lower house, but at least we got around to separating the judicial branch. So it sounds like he believes in separation of powers. Yeah. And that they are moving. Uh, and that they're moving in the right direction. And we won't talk about which direction it seems like this country's moving. <laughs> That's right. I was going to say, I think maybe they everyone should take, just take a quick look and then then readjust the direction that you want. Anyway, I agree that separation of powers is, is a good thing. Hmm. Uh, here's what I got from this. And I'm sorry, I know my throat just made that noise again. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it too and I had my mouth open. Just sitting there like, huh? Say it again! When I look... (laughs) When I look at this document that that he's prepared for us, my takeaway is England and Wales seem a lot more united than the rest of the United Kingdom. Don't they? Those other two got their own courts and shit. I don't even really understand. One of them's got a thing called Sheriff Court. Why is Wales even a different part? Sheriff Court seems like... Uh, if Solvang was Old West themed <laughs> instead of Danish the themed, and there was just a, there just one of the buildings was just labeled Sheriff Court, and you'd go, huh? Boy, they didn't put a lot of work into this, huh? We're taking you into Horse Court. You'd <laughs> be like, okay, well. Now I would watch Horse Court. The Old West. I wonder who would uh, would there just be someone who spoke on behalf of the horses? But they assumed the horses. Oh, like a, crimi- some kind of horse lorax. Yeah, what their criminal complaints they thought they thought they were. Yes. Um, now, would they wear a powdered mane? I guess is my question <laughs> about good. horse court. That would be good. On the first, Shannon writes, uh, "Thank you very much for for." Scanning your homework and sending it to us. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, when I say scan, I do mean t- took a picture with a cell phone. <laughs> Uh, Shannon writes on November 1st at Brother Date. I include some of the Cranberries. Rest in peace. Mm. Must be sucked to be one of the other members of the Cranberries. There huh? were none. It's a myth. And at some point, like some some Irish guys, like we're not all dead. I was one of the guys that was like weirdly she, doing an she, Irish yodel at the end of that song. She wasn't even an original member of the Cranberries. She's the Fergie of this group. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I include some of the cranberries in my Thanksgiving playlist because cranberry sauce. That makes sense. Okay. Also, Thanksgiving is even harder than Halloween for playlist options. Yeah, there's that. There's um, do the I'm hammer not lock your turkey to neck. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> that wrestling song. Do the eye gouge. You know, it does one. say turkey neck. There you go. 
And then I was going to say, uh, there is Dragon Boy Swades. I'm not paying $500 to watch douchebags eat turkey. He specifically wanted to hit a space that he knew was not, it had not been treaded upon often. Uh, you know, I think with him, usually, he, he just has something in his craw and he wants to get it out. <laughs> I don't think that he was aiming for the lucrative Thanksgiving market. I'm going to corner the market. There are no Thanksgiving songs. Just like I think his song... Kids are the Suge Knight of Halloween is not because he wanted to get in on that great, great monster mash action. Okay, but are you sure? Because that is, again, holiday themed. So I just feel like there's a lot of holiday action going on in there. I guess. He might have painted himself into a corner on that one. Well, By what do you? Th- what market was he trying to capture with buy you clothes, do you win them, take them back? <laughs> it's a, yeah, that one's not related. Um, Black Friday? I don't know. It could be. <clears throat> you did it, by the way. I was going to talk about the expression painted into a corner. Oh, And why, yeah. why that's an expression. Because you'd be real mad at yourself if you did it? Well, I would... What does it mean? Oh, like if you're painting the floor. Okay. And oh, and you were like backing up into the corner. And backing up. Why would you do that? Do people do that? I mean, not everybody's smart all the time. <laughs> That would be uh, be wildly dumb. I'm trying to think if I've ever done something like that. I don't think I've ever like cleaned myself into a corner. Oh, I have mopped the floor and then had to walk out through the wet part because I didn't think about it ahead of time. Yeah, see, that's okay. You're as dumb as the person in the expression. Oh, yeah. So that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can be extreme. Sometimes, sometimes my dear wife. Hmm. Wonders how a smart person can be so dumb. It's, uh, well, it's good. The smart the smart person part is there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dumb person part is there, so it's constructive but not abusive like the way you were to, to the person who did homework for us. On the first, Ryan writes, at Brother Date, I like the premise that even a Federation starship crew might start to act wrong under extreme duress like in Voyager. I like it too. I don't believe that's what they're doing. Yeah, that would be really neat if that's what we were exploring. But I, think I would the love it. Listen, think we're supposed if to be four or five episodes from now, there's a Voyager episode where Janeway calls the crew together or maybe just calls Chakotay in and she's like, look, we've gotten we're pretty we've gotten pretty far away from our values. And I I don't like what we've become. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll be much more charitable about it, but I don't expect that's coming. Right, I know. So I don't yes. think we're going to have a retrospective in a few weeks where she's like, I still don't feel good about running the border. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't remember enough about this last episode to even remember what I was mad about. Honestly, the doctor gave me a, a new sleeping pill, and I was feeling crazy <laughs> loopy, and I didn't even realize what we were really doing. And frankly, I think that whole Tuvix thing was a turning point for me. I, <laughs> it awakened something in me. I really walked away from from some of the aspects of my personality. I was proudest of with that. And I just boy, once you get started, but that's not coming. No one no. believes that's happening. No, she wasn't like I just. I was thinking about perfect living boyfriend Mark, and <laughs> oh, I'm never going to see him again. And I just I'm sure he's killed a, that dog. Gotten into a bad place. He was always eyeing that dog. Like he wanted to erase it. I knew he didn't like that dog. I just, I thought I'd only be gone two weeks. <laughs> um, on the fourth, Shannon writes uh, at brother date. Happy birthday, Judah! That was your birthday. 
It was. I didn't know what to get you, so here's a video to freak out Matt. <sighs> and it is uh, called Parkour Atlas. Yeah. And it is a robot called Atlas doing parkour. Mm-hmm. The control software uses the whole body, including legs, arms, and torso, to marshal the energy and strength for jumping over the log. And there's more in the description, but that's enough for you to know what's happening. Hey, is he going to jump over my fucking karate kick to his head? Because I'm going <laughs> to fuck that guy up. Dog, I don't think his head is important. I don't care whatever his brains are. I I'll think the important shit's in that backpack. I'm going to kick his backpack then. I'm going to kick it yeah. so much. He's never getting that backpack back. I'm telling you, that's the thing that fools you about a human humanoid-looking robot. <laughs> you think, I gotta kick that head. Is you like, I'm gonna get that guy right in the kidneys, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, it's just a crossbeam. Oh, his kidneys are just a crossbeam. I did nothing. Yeah, it's like whenever they show those robot dogs that, like, you can't tip over, they always get righted or whatever. And I'm always like, that's not gonna do them any good, because I'm gonna keep them on the ground until they're dead. <laughs> Because I don't want those robots around. Why are we... How how well do they handle a super soaker? Why are they pur- purposely hurtling us toward the thing in all the sci-fi movies? Why did they see... Why did they watch Terminator and go, wouldn't that be neat? I just don't understand the point of it. Hey, we no, built a robot dog that you can't knock you just, over. Good luck. Good luck trying to hey. avoid this robot. It can do parkour. Hey, guy. hey Boston Dynamics. Can why? Don't make them better than us. That seems like a really... It's super idea. easy to knock human beings over. It's just... And I, sometimes that's not even enough. I'm always angry about this. All the time. Boston yeah. Scientific is really my mortal. Is it Boston Scientific? I don't know. I must have invented Boston Dynamics. Boston... Well, whichever one it is. I, they're my they're my enemy. Really. Because if you, if you think about real threats, Billy Bean is really threatening to me. But not to like society at large. <laughs> it's true but these guys he, he threatens your mental well-being he was named executive of the year this year i don't know if he's caught that mlb executive of the year well they did lose that wild card playoff yep lost it good um yeah so thanks for sending that video that's what marjan does to me all the time just like a, a blind link just like hey check this out and then boom oh it's a robot doing something scary jumping onto a box or something yeah so i mean like they're still doing stuff that a human could do but like at some point it's gonna be hey this this new robot dog can jump 20 feet straight up and we're gonna be like why why yeah what is the reason for it what are we there is there a reason for it is there a reason we keep coming back for more this is what i what is the know. reason <laughs> they keep coming back for more <laughs> Yeah, Doug, in uh, in 50 years, the cybernetic brain of Peter Garrett is going to do a song about the first robot fighting circuit Good. and how those robots were mistreated. For once, I will understand his political motivations. I don't know what Jimmy Sharman's boxers means, but I'll, I'll understand the dog robot dog version. His references are so specific that you really do have to, like, you got to look some stuff up be like oh this is not a general concern he has this was a very specific event yeah or a specific person and i gotta like now i gotta do my research and figure out what he's talking about uh you responded to that post with the word dislike yeah i'm always looking for the dislike button it doesn't exist it (laughs) makes me upset uh also on the fourth you wrote at brother date and well sorry you retweeted uh a tweet to UniWatch. UniWatch is a uh, fantastic Twitter account. It makes up, if you care about uniforms and livery. It makes up like 45% of my Twitter timeline. 
There's a lot of UniWatch tweets. If you care that Oregon is revealing a new, even uglier uniform mm-hmm. for for the big game against Oregon State, then this is this is the uh, Twitter feed to follow. Right. At UniWatch, statue of a ball player from pre-Columbian Mesoamerica wearing a leather helmet for a game similar to soccer. Now, did you tweet this at me because you thought that someone had snuck into a museum and placed a <laughs> statue that they made of a gorilla's character? <laughs> or was there something more you wanted to say about this cool leather helmet? Just that it, for a long time in the NFL, they weren't even wearing leather helmets. And I, I just wonder, well, how come they, how come they knew that you should put on a helmet? If you're going to play a sport where you like run around and bump into each other, but like we couldn't figure it out till like the 1930s or whatever. What happened? Yeah. yeah. It, um, it may be that we're not that much smarter than any other human beings that have ever lived. I definitely am starting. Well, I've believed it for a long time. I think it's, I'm pretty sure now. Yeah. We're not that good at stuff. It it might just be the case that we're all now we're real good at telling everybody else in the world a thing we just discovered. Oh, this is what this is my favorite part is like when we'll like we'll legalize gay marriage, which we have, you know, let's be charitable and say been on the fence about for a very long time, and mm-hmm. then the next day we're admonishing everybody else. We're yeah, like your human rights record is atrocious. You gays can't even get married. It's like, we oh. stopped lynching people in 1938. <laughs> what is that, right? 1938? Like, oh, that seems... That can't be... That's a really... We already had, like, the Heisman Trophy by then. That's not good. Sorry, I went back to college football. Um. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not great at stuff. Yeah. That's us. Um. On the 11th... Ryan wrote, at Brother Date, technology has gone too far. And then he posted a picture that what appears to be a face swap Oof. of Picard and Riker. It was unsettling. It is distressing. It's First of all, when you put Picard. Riker's face and mustache <laughs> on Picard's head and body, he looks like sick Freddie Mercury. He looks, looks terrible. But I, I really did not like Abe Lincoln Picard on the other body. <laughs> Abe Lincoln Picard is very bad. I don't Freddie know why. Mercury Riker is very bad. Why in this face swap did they only take half the facial hair? Yeah, they they drew the line somewhere, Ugh. and that weird choice was very distressing. I hated it a lot. Everybody, check out the uh, Brother Date feed to see this distressing image. Yeah, it's horrifying. <clears throat> Yeah, the um also Riker Riker's face on Picard's head and body somehow to me looks like a woman made up to look like a man <laughs> and I don't understand why. He does. I think it's possible that Patrick Stewart has a tiny little pinhead mm. but like big features like a big old nose and ears and stuff. Well his yeah, his nose is huge. So when in you this put swap Riker's uh more proportional features onto that tiny head then you go that head's too small is that like a real is that a man or a woman because let me tell you women have small heads okay that's people aren't gonna here comes matt's weird statement people aren't gonna tell you this but it's true (laughs) in real life you can look it up it doesn't mean that their brains are worse wait doesn't uh doesn't marjan take a pretty big hat no she takes in an adorably small hat 
Oh, Katie she'll takes a huge hat, just things, like me. She'll often say things like, what, I can wear that, it's your hat, I can wear it, and she'll put it on and it'll cover her whole face. Oh, well that's um, cute. And when she was dressed up like oats of Holland Oats, the thing that was creepiest about her was her tiny little peanut head. <laughs> that did not, I was like, what is, she looks like an alien or something, like what, she doesn't look like. Something's wrong with she, this. She, yeah, she looks skeezy, I get it, with the mustache and the wig and everything, but like there's something else, oh, her head is like so small. So they don't want you to know that, but ladies got tiny heads. All right, well, that's Matt. That was Matt who said that, and who believes it. Um, By the way, I like how I've described it as something that they don't want you to they're know. They're not going to, they don't want you to know the this. Fucking Illuminati's out there trying There's to hide. One them. weird trick doctors don't want you to know about the size of women's heads. I'm just saying, when you see people dressed up as the opposite sex, look at the size of their head. The That's going to be head. the giveaway. Men have big old clunkers up there, <laughs> and ladies have got tiny little, little lentil bean heads. So that's how you'll know. If everything else fails, that's <laughs> And again, the brains are just as good. They're packed with goodness. It's not like that. I'm not saying they got tiny little woman brains or anything. They're they're denser, hardy brains. Hey, why is uh, episode 114 not in your feed anymore? Is it not? Well, is that not the episode we're doing now? Um. Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Thank you. I've got, I've got, That's what I'm saying. That's I a good up. future Twitter question. What I, happened to episode 114? I got up. <laughs> I painted That's myself into a corner on that one. A little bit. Now you understand what that expression mm-hmm. means. I got it. Um, I think it's weird because who paints a floor? That's yeah. the main weird That's thing about it. That's what I'm it. saying. Like, what are you even doing down there? Are you just tiling a floor? Because then you're not painting it. Are you? Who paints the floor? How do you paint yourself into a corner? No, I've done it with a mop. That's all I'm going to say about it. Oh, people who have to like, uh, maybe they're painting um, the Oakland Coliseum because the Raiders have ruined the outfield, so they got to paint it green. <laughs> and they've accidentally painted themselves into the warning track in the corner. Maybe that's now they're going to have green shoes. That's right. Next up, they can just leave on the warning track, probably. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, do that instead. Maybe, maybe, uh, uh, maybe Stomper will drive by in his little red car, and you could just drive away that way. Just today, Ryan writes, at Brother Date, Alabama breakdown of TNG is some of your best work. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's all. I think that's also an insult, though, probably. Cause that, I mean. Because <laughs> that wasn't so good. Whatever. <laughs> I was so mad about that fucking conference room scene. They, um, those two need more scenes together, for sure. I need to see more of that. Those two just talking themselves into the worst recommendation. They were probably so proud when they came to fucking Picard with that one. Okay, we figured it out. He's he's gonna, not going to do what you expect him to do. He's really tricky. And, well, I wish there was a scene where Picard said, what do I do with that? Uh, Kuma maneuver. What's the plan, then? I'd, I'd go Kuma on that one. Uh, that was it? That was all the mail? That's all the mail in the mailbag. I like it. That was good mailbag. Solid stuff, everybody. Good contributions from everybody, and nobody got bagged on for anything that they wrote in yeah, or took pictures was, of and wrote in everyone with. Everyone was respected. No one's that's opinions right. about the size of people's heads were laughed at, <laughs> which is good because that's you shouldn't do that to people. And, uh, yeah, please keep sending us mail. Again, just an update that's uh, or a reminder that's at Brother Date. 
Um, or, um, hold on. I should, what was the actual one that he wrote to brother at brotherdate.com <laughs> do that. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anything at brotherdate.com will get to me, but that one made sense. I probably said it out loud once before. Yeah. You could do like, uh, like goat penis. That's one you could do. You could try that one, but don't try it in, in a book or Matt will accuse it of not being literature. Not literature at all uh do you want to do a sports roundup i think we should do a sports roundup because shit's popping off Some topical stuff now sports roundup uh, 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 uh. there's some topical stuff that if we don't get to it this week it won't make any sense if we get to it later <laughs> Yeah, what the hell's going on with the Warriors, man? They are seem to be imploding in a locker room way? Yeah, that's the fun kind of way. That's the way that fills up all my basketball Twitter and uh, keeps me reading late into the night. Kind of like when um, when that 76ers GM had, oh, man. had those other accounts where he was fighting with people <laughs> about his fashion and his draft picks and stuff like that. Um, that was great. So... What's happening with the Warriors is they are extremely bored, right? They've won three out of four titles. That fourth one, they went to game seven in the finals, and it's just that they weren't playing that well, and Steph was hurt, and Draymond had been suspended, and there was all kinds of stuff going on. Um, So they're kind of bored. All last year, we kept hearing from Steve Kerr, the coach, and all of the players about how hard it was to stay focused and try to win basketball games because they knew they were going to win in the end. And it was like just a matter of waiting nine months for it to go down. So last year sucked. It was extremely boring and they didn't play well all year because they didn't give a shit and they lost a bunch of games. They should have won this year's way more fun because, uh, Kevin Durant might be leaving after the season because he's a special boy who has sensitive emotions and is Uh swept away with whatever people on the internet think of him. Oh no! He then lets the netizens get to him. The netizens control his life, like he's a like he's a K-pop idol, and um, he joined the Warriors because they had been you know getting all kinds of shit from Oklahoma City fans and NBA fans in general about how he couldn't win the big game and couldn't win the championship. So after the Warriors knocked his team out of the playoffs a few years back, he joined the Warriors, and now he's won two straight titles and two straight NBA Finals MVPs. But then everyone was mad at him for joining the Warriors and making a super team. And now I think his mission is to leave and go just do what he was doing in Oklahoma City in the first place, which is try to build a team the right way mm. and and prove you can shoulder the load or whatever and, and win it by yourself. So that's kind of the backdrop to this season is will Kevin Durant leave? Well, Steph Curry got hurt uh, a few games ago, pulled his groin. And uh, in a game against the Clippers... They were down big in the fourth quarter, came back to tie it, and actually had a shot at the win at the end of regulation. Uh, Draymond got a rebound and was uh, dribbling it down the court, and instead of passing to one of the many good shooters on the team, he went, I'm a fucking all-star, I can do this, and dribbled the ball off his foot and out of bounds or whatever. (laughs) And (laughs) the rest of the team was a little bit upset, and in the moment, as they're waiting to go to overtime, uh, they're like... 
yelling at each other on the bench and Kevin Durant and Draymond Green are yelling at each other and Boogie Cousins, who's on the team, who's not um, not known for being level-headed. He's out there trying to play peacemaker and keeping the guys apart. And I guess they, they lost in overtime and then it spilled into the locker room where they kept fighting for like, um, I don't know, the rest of the night. And it sounds like the whole team was on one side and Draymond was on the other saying, fuck you, I'm Draymond Green. And um, so the Warriors uh, announced yesterday before their game, they played back-to-back nights, before their game against the Hawks, that they were suspending Draymond for one game without pay because of conduct detrimental to the organization. So presumably for something that he did or said in the locker room and not because he dribbled the ball off his foot? No, that was conduct that was detrimental to the organization. (laughs) It was detrimental to that game. That's something that happens with Draymond every once in a while. By the way, um, I super do not blame Draymond for trying to take that thing to the hole. Not because I think he's super skilled, but because there are very few people in the league who can do what Draymond has done the last like five years, which is be content to score like four points a game and distribute the ball and be a point forward and get rebounds and block shots and steals and stuff and just does not give a shit about scoring. Every once in a while, uh, maybe every like 20 games or so, Draymond will just go off and decide he wants to shoot 11 threes or maybe take the game winning <laughs> shot. had enough of bounce passes and it's <laughs> right. time to shoot. And that's a problem, and they've had they've had issues in the past where they like all have gone in the locker room at halftime and told him to stop shooting the fucking ball because he can't shoot, and then he's had to defend himself and everything. Um, so this isn't the first time this has happened. I think the difference is the Warriors are desperately trying to convince Kevin Durant to stay, and they are worried that if he's constantly fighting with Draymond, that he's not going to want to hang out anymore. Um, and it sounds like the reports are that Draymond did mention the impending free agency in the locker room uh, verbal altercation afterward, talking about how Kevin Durant wasn't dedicated to the Warriors or whatever, and who is he to talk about who should take the last shot? Something like that. Hmm. So that's what's going down. I find it very entertaining. I, look, this whole thing's going to come crashing down. It's either going to be because they can't afford to pay everybody when they all want to raise, which is a kind yeah, of... Yeah, don't they... Don't they have to pay Steph Curry like a third of the salary cap or something next year? Yeah, he's got he's got like the veterans super max where he is making some insane amount of money now. He was on a really good contract for a while because they signed him right after one of his big ankle injuries. But that I think before last year or the year before he started making his real money. So he's making thirty five, forty million dollars. Um So yeah, they're they're all gonna need a raise. That's the boring way for this dynasty to end is for them to be like oh we can't pay everybody we gotta trade away draymond or something the much more fun way to end this the whole thing is to bring it crashing down from the inside as for the whole thing to fall apart so then people who are on a team that don't have four all-stars or whatever can say see see it doesn't work when you get all these people together oh you you might win games but it's unsustainable yeah and uh if it goes on for the whole season that's something to read about the whole year instead of just everyone going Boy, it's just really, it's really hard to stay focused, you know? Focus on the goal at hand. It's a long season. And it's like, you're getting paid fucking $30 million. You should probably go play basketball hard. Like, I don't, no one really wants to hear it. Um, So that's what's happening. Draymond is Draymond. 
again, suspended in the finals a few years ago for punching uh, LeBron in the nuts um, <laughs> after he had repeatedly kicked Steven Adams in the nuts in the series before that. So he's, you know, he's, that's kind of his move. Yeah, he's got his own thing going on. He's 100% a guy that you would get sick of playing with, uh, who, if you're on the other team, you hate his guts and you wish all the worst things in life would happen to him and only him. And as a fan, it's kind of the same way. But if he's on your team, you don't have to play with him. You just watch him. You like him a lot. But if he's on the other team, you you fucking hate that guy. Every sport has a guy like that. Oh, yeah. Um, in hockey, it's, uh, or at least it was. I don't know if it still is. Um, oh, fuck. Now I can't think of his name. Why did I start this story? Yeah, well, okay. Well, there were, hockey has lots of them because there's lots of sh- bullshit enforcers who are only there to club somebody in the head or something um in baseball for a long time it was Pierzynski that catcher everybody hated that guy um and football has some shit stirrers too but but Draymond's the guy who will uh talk shit the whole game and maybe again maybe sluggy in the nuts so um <laughs> so that's what's going on with the Warriors I like it I hope it continues I want to see nothing but, but drama turns out you can't just google who's that hockey guy everybody hates <laughs> It was a guy. What's the guy's name? Brashear? Was that the guy who hit somebody in the head with a stick? I don't remember. Hockey's like that. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so it was like Steph Curry got hurt. They came out and lost a game, which they rarely do. They do it a lot when he's hurt. So it was like, okay, that's pretty predictable. They can't play without Steph Curry. I always hear about four All Stars, and I just go, nah. It's, they got one. <laughs> I know these other guys technically made the all-star team, but when Steph Curry's not on the court, they look like they don't remember how to play basketball. And then not only that, but the whole thing just fucking falls apart and they're all fighting with each other in the locker room. So it would be great if he could be healthy, win some basketball games, everyone would be happy. So you... You are weirdly anti-dynasty. Uh, I'm not. I'm not anti-dynasty. The Warriors are already a dynasty. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. It's they, They've won three out of four. I was much happier when it was homegrown, when it was just their draft picks, when it was Steph and Clay and Draymond, and they won 73 games in a season, and they, they'd already won a title and almost won a second one, because everyone was happy to talk about them. So as a fan, I could get a lot of good Warriors coverage. I could listen to podcasts and read all the columns and all the... Uh, statistical uh, analyses of Steph Curry's crazy seasons. But once they signed Kevin Durant, everyone hated the Warriors. But worse than that, they all decided it was like a foregone conclusion every year that they're going to win the whole thing. So the only way anyone will talk about the Warriors is if there's something like uh, what happened the other day and there's some drama or if they lose a lot of games. And then then it's just what's wrong with the Warriors. And that's not fun. So it's not fun to follow the team when everyone has decided it's a foregone conclusion. So you don't feel like you'd be a fan of the Yankees? No. Those old school, like, uh, 1990s through 2000s Yankees who just outspent everybody, that that could not have been a fun time. Hmm. Um, I do have something else I want to talk about that's kind of sports-related, but it might need you to go through YouTube. Okay. Because uh, you may have noticed that that clip that we played for the sports roundup is from the (laughs) unbelievable 
Uh, Jordan versus Bird one on one. The a soundtrack from the Nintendo game, Jordan versus Bird one on one. And um I kinda wanted to go over this soundtrack with you because it's amazing. But I don't know if you are you up to that? Can we can yeah, we do a YouTube? Yeah, on I've that? I've got it. I've got I don't have it broken out into tracks, but That's I good. sure have the complete soundtrack right here. That's okay because what is sad is the entire thing is seven and a half minutes long. Yes, this is a game that we had. This is for the original Nintendo, right? Yeah, we, this is not even Super Nintendo. It's just original Nintendo. I think we briefly covered it when I think it came up in uh, the video game power rankings that we were doing. Is that mm. right? It's not much of a game. No, I mean technically it's three games in one. Sure, I bet that's what it said on the cover. In that uh, you can just play. There's like a one-on-one basketball game where you can be Larry Bird uh, versus Michael Jordan. Yeah, you can be one of those two. Right. Uh, or there's a slam dunk contest that's difficult. Let's say it's difficult. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, I think it's just t- button timing. You pick your dunks and then you do the dunk correctly, but there's not a ton of instructions on how to do, like, you have to approach from a certain angle, oh, yeah, etc. No. Yeah, back in, that, back in that time, they didn't give you anything. You just had to figure yeah. it out. So, yeah, if you wanted to do the like the two-handed hammer, you'd have to go from, whatever, the right side of the hoop. But you'd have to do that through trial and error to figure that out. And then you have to button time correctly. You have to hold down the button long enough that it actually you actually throw that motherfucker down. Correct. And then it seems like a very random score will pop up. Because like, you can yes. score, but it'll just be like... It's scored like a diving contest or something, but then you have no idea why <laughs> you got the points you did. You're like, I, I clearly timed it well enough that the ball went in, which is hard enough. Can you give me some points on this? Um, Yeah, and so it had like, uh, I don't know, 10 different dunks you could try or something. Uh, and then there was a three-point shooting contest where you, just, where you would just move from station to station and shoot balls. Right. And it was timed, I think. Uh, yes, it was timed. It looks like it did not appear on the video game uh, power ranking. So No. So, here's the thing about this game. None of these games are particularly good. No. Three bad games. And for the slam dunk contest and the three-point shooting contest, they're also pretty short. Yeah. So, is the one-on-one half-court, do you remember? Uh, I think it might be half-court. It's half-court, and it's, to, it's probably a 21 or something. Right. Yeah. So this is uh, a lesser work in the realm of video games, and that also explains why the soundtrack is only seven and a half minutes long. <laughs> they only needed the few different tracks to cover the game modes or whatever. Uh, but we should hear a little bit of it because um, we listened to this a couple of weeks ago, and it's hot fire. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I'm sure I'll get a red lobster. Oh. So this is the four pixel title screen yep a white blob and a brown blob probably the weakest entry it's a very late 80s early 90s sports soundtrack Although, I did like that. That is a great Wizards and Warriors touch. Very minimalist. Oh, now, this is the first one that I really remembered. Uh, uh. It, it, to my mind, this is from the Slam Dunk Contest. 
I think that could be correct. Yeah, because I remember the ball pathetically falling on the ground next to the hoop as I mistimed it. Yep. I like how it seems like the Nintendo can't quite catch up. No. Like it's a uh, dead milkman bass player. Also, I love the drama of this track. Juxtaposed with how badly I was doing all of the dunks. Also, you never get to this part. <laughs> like, <laughs> the slam dunk takes 15 seconds total to execute. You never hear this part. Yeah, it's only if you waited for 10 seconds before you made your approach. Huh. Be like, all right, yeah, this music, all right, it's getting me into it. I'm gonna go do it, and then you just miss eight dunks in a row. <laughs> you try to do a Dr. J jam, and you're like, "Fuck, it's that one up again." What? What am I? Do I take off at the line? What do I? When do I jump? <laughs> and I always loved uh, Larry Bird doing the contest as Larry Bird. Yep. Go, mm, I've never seen him do the windmill. That doesn't seem I, right. I, I don't remember now if they were programmed to play any differently. They were not. They were not at all. They were just reskins of the same player. Yeah. It was like playing as Mario or Luigi. I love that this video game sets out to answer a question, which is more important? Yeah. Them great, great slam dunk skills or that three, that sweet three? <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, 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 uh. Is this three-point contest? I think it might be. Fuck, maybe this is the slam. See, here's the thing. This has been so long since I played this game, and I have no interest in, like, finding a ROM. Because <laughs> I know this game sucks. And this is obviously the one that's been in our head for, like, 25 years plus. But not this part. No, this is the Wizards and Warriors part. Yeah, but you love Wizards and Warriors. Wasn't that... Didn't you bring Wizards and Warriors when we did the I had, video game roundup? I hadn't been intending to, but it kept doing such insane shit. Unexpected shit. Wizards and Warriors 3. Specifically. Although the other ones are pretty similar, frankly. Yeah. That's just the one we had and couldn't beat. And after watching a long play of it, I don't think anyone could. I couldn't, could, not only could we not beat it, we never got close. We, got, we, like, we couldn't find the third wizard's guild or whatever, so just like, eh. It was in one of those weird caves that the entrance was like <laughs> 900 feet into the sky for some reason. Yep. It's like, what is... The geography of this world is baffling. It's a severely bad game. But the music is fire. Yeah. And I was surprised by this, too. When we went back, I was like, oh, I remember that song. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. This part's good. Yeah, whoever put this together has it looped too many times, though. it leads to the same question that I always have. How come all these talented composers were stuck doing this shit? <laughs> How come they couldn't write anything that was important? Like, where's this guy's concerto? Ugh. Dude, this is ha 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 hot fire. Now give me that tempo!
treble. Ah, <laughs> I mistimed it. There are a lot of weird, just slightly off uh, lengths of some of these sections. modern basketball game, one of the 2K series or whatever, that this soundtrack would come back. You just play this behind some real basketball game. How about some inner That'd be a music? dope option. I want this playing as the Warriors go down the court in real life. Uh. This uh, video has eight, 81 likes and one dislike. Wait a minute. How did we even find such a, a video with so few fucking... How many views? Uh, 9,143, and we're 10 of those. That's better. <laughs> dislike? Who could dislike this? I'm looking to see if there's, like, one negative comment. It could only be, the game was trash. Uh, apparently, the composer is uh, David Wise, wow. who also composed Marble Madness, and that's why it sounds similar to this. Um, this is when you see the score at the end. Yes. <laughs> that's why it's about to be over. <laughs> yeah. Okay, credits, maybe? I have no idea what that sting is. Nope, I don't know. I think this is the credits, probably. <laughs> you are a super player! Now, we never played Marble Madness. No, but maybe it's got a good soundtrack. Let me just uh, grab a little bit of this OST and see what that sounds like. We're going to want NES here for sure. I was uh, let's do level one theme. Let's just see what this is. Okay. Well, this doesn't sound like Jordan versus Bird. <laughs> You're already disappointed. Maybe level two? No, I don't hate this. It does sound like Nintendo. See, this time there's another instrument in the back there. I'm into it, though. Also, his style seems easier to program than some of the, um... <laughs> Katana-like ones. Oh, that was a Super NES track, too. That's true. So that used samples and everything. This just uses Nintendo sounds. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> That's weird. melodrama in this one. 
Yeah, too much. Yeah, Maybe feel like the Phantom of the Opera. See, I have no attachment to these songs. I know, that's the problem. It, does that mean this is a bad segment? Because, like, <laughs> no one who's listening to this played Jordan vs. Bird. Nobody played Jordan vs. Bird. It was in a long line of very specific basketball games like Bulls vs. Blazers. Yeah. Or Atari Football, where of course you could play as yellow or blue. Hey, do you think that had music? No. <laughs> Just swish swish sounds, right? I weirdly do not remember any music with that game. <laughs> Just bad sound effects. Most Atari games, even if they had music, would have just like one second of music and then dumb game sounds. Yeah. All the same sprawling sounds and beepy sounds. You know, um, earlier we were talking about uh, a certain Scott. And <laughs> it, may, it reminded me of the... So, we're, it's okay, so a new season of The Great British Baking Show came out. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I don't want to... I haven't watched anything that doesn't have Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood. Okay, so I haven't watched it either. But okay. at the same time, or I guess a couple days before, they released some of the older seasons, too. Yes. So I went, And those we have watched. So I went back to watch some of the older ones. And there's a guy who I think is from the Shetlands. Um, That's nothing. The, Sh- the Shetlands? That's not a place? I mean, it is, I'm sure. Okay. Um, and he describes himself as Scottish, which makes sense. And, but he his accent is like almost non-existent. And so now I just want to put it out there for the listeners. How do you get one of those good Scottish accents? <laughs> where you gotta be? What do you mean? Where you gotta be from in Scotland to get one of those good, like one of those good ones, like where you, you know, maybe from like that fuck book show where the guy, the guy's insanely. Oh, jacked. I see. Uh, you're looking for just to, like it, a real crazy Scottish accent yeah, is what you want. Yeah, like um. I'm sure, so, because Scotland is an old country, Mm. I'm sure that every city has its own accent that only people who live there can tell apart. That's probably true. Only people who live there can tell if you're Glaswegian when you speak (laughs) instead of whatever they call people from Edinburgh. Yeah, somebody help me out with this, because I need to know why that guy on the Great British Baking Show, his accent is like nothing. So, Shannon, tell your husband. Yeah. To write it down on a piece of paper, fold it up five or six times, take a JPEG of it, don't correct the orientation, send it to brother at brotherdate.com. I will read it on the air until Matt thinks it's not good anymore. I feel so bad. I feel bad inside. Apparently the Shetlands used to have a kind of pig called the Grice. Okay. But it's extinct now. Um... Are there any other facts? Yes. Uh, The largest island, known as the mainland, has an area of 967 square kilometers. Now, that's a fact. That that doesn't seem very large. That's the third largest Scottish island. I don't think they're big islands. The Shetlands. Um, I know uh, one time I played um, Crusader Kings. Yeah. And I put my guy up there, and it was a very boring game. No one went up there. I'm too old for Crusader Kings. Yeah, I can't do it. I can load it up and play about two turns, and then I go, I'm not going to live forever. I can't keep doing this. <laughs> I used to be able to play Civ all night, but like, I just can't, I can't do it anymore. You didn't want to sell off any of your kids or anything? or Oh, no. Like, in the abstract, I want to do all that shit. Yeah. 
I just don't. It just turns out that's not how I want to spend time now. Okay, but you do, on a daily basis, play Star Trek Online and Animal Crossing Pocket Camp? Pocket Camp, indeed. Remember the Not a new listener to the show, but Ben's wife, Erica, just started playing Pocket Camp. Hi, Erica. Okay. Oh, hi, Erica. Um... So, she also honked at me on the street the other day. What was she doing? Why was she near you? She was coming back from a child's birthday party, and I had walked to Safeway and was walking home. Baby, don't you want to go? <laughs> go down to Safeway, baby, don't you want to go? Then go down to Safeway, baby, don't you want to go? You know, he, he, he elided that verse. He left that part out. He go just went right to... Gonna buy something never bought before. Just went down to that part, yeah. <laughs> Like how he was, Our dad's a uh, natural singer. He was comfortable enough in his weirdness to just poke his head in the door and do just that. Yep. <laughs> Not, no other words were needed. <laughs> in case we were going to say, could you get more bagel bites or something? <laughs> yes, probably. I'd take a home run pie. <laughs> if only if they've got lemon. I want that cherry. That's nasty. Can you get six kinds of Safeway Select sodas? That would be amazing if you could just fill just they got that middle shelf in the fridge. I want that to be only Safeway Select. Get sodas. cream soda. Whatever, we need cream soda. Yeah, we're low, running low on cream sodas, but please make sure they're Safeway Select brand. Thank you. Hey, you know I don't. It's think okay. They, we were just playing Mario Kart or something. It's true. We only needed cheap energy for that, but I don't think they were too concerned with our nutrition. No. <laughs> No, probably not. My memory of eating is, um... Well, it's kind of sad now. <clears throat> well, I know what the taco flavor of Hamburger Helper tastes like on a peanut butter sandwich. How do you feel about that? <laughs> you made lots of uh, hybrid peanut butter sandwiches. Oh, yeah. You can put almost anything on a peanut butter sandwich. Sure, spaghetti, taco meat. <laughs> taco meat. <laughs> I hadn't remembered that one, but that's apparently what happened. No, no. Taco Hamburger Helper. It's not... Oh, sorry. Not real meat. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> It's got the what's well, got noodles in it too for no reason. Oh boy, on peanut butter. Okay. Um. Yeah. Also, the uh, lasagna hamburger helper is pretty good on peanut butter sandwich. Well, yeah, it's a lot like the spaghetti on a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, similar. It's well, it's so it's got those. You know, I think it's made with those bow tie noodles. Oh and, yeah. Um, so squishy. The middle part of those stay toothy. Yeah, so squishy. I love those. You want a little tooth in a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> That's what I've always said. Uh, creamy, of course, though, right? You didn't go creamy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, creamy. You don't want to mess with the texture of those noodles. Uh, well, if you only buy garbage bread, crunchy kind of tears it up. So. <laughs> it's true. Try to spread that. Good luck. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't spread real good on the not hearty Safeway equivalent of Wonder Bread. Yeah, look, you're probably right. No, uh, I don't think they understood nutrition particularly, and they didn't no. care to understand it. I don't think they cared. I think that's the main thing. It's like, what, they ate bagel bites? Hold on, I can, I can make them even worse. The little bastards ate bagel bites, who cares? <laughs> that's what I remember now. I got them pizza rolls, what do you want? <laughs> uh, All right. Boy, this really is going to have to be the lost episode of this <laughs> podcast. I mean, hey, didn't... I swear to God, last week I downloaded an episode that was labeled 114 and titled Throat Sounds, and now it's gone. Yeah, well, it turns out Gray 114 is missing, so yeah, that's you're going to have to go down the floors one at a time, counting, 
And when you get to the floor that takes six seconds instead of three, then you'll stop it midway, emergency stop, and then pry open the doors. But then there'll be a dummy, and the dummy's going to shoot you with tranquilizer darts. I haven't seen that episode of Babylon 5 in a long time. It really was like they just didn't have enough episode, and someone came (laughs) up with something real on the fly, because it has no impact on the story, which is not what Babylon 5 does. So, (laughs) the good news, listeners, is that next week is a Star Trek week. Yeah, it's really good news. We'll have stuff to talk about. We'll have a format. We'll have a structure. We just got a compliment for our good, good breakdown of peak performance. Yeah. And this this upcoming TNG, I'm sure we'll have a lot to say. Here's what to watch if you want to play along. Okay. The Immunity Syndrome. Sure. Shades of Grey. That's going to be bad. The Search, part two. Oh, okay. I know how that ends. Remember. Mm, I wish it was Remember Me. Do you? Uh, yeah, because we get, to, we get to have Picard tell her that uh, this is how it's always been. <laughs> it's always just been you and me on a ship. What are you talking about? Uh, they're so nice to her in the beginning of that. Even Picard's nice to her in that last scene where she has clearly lost it. And he's just he, like, what is wrong with her? He is nice to her in that last scene. But by the last scene, she is making some pretty good points. <laughs> They're on an enormous, huge starship alone. And he's just like, it's always been this way. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I don't know. What, what, what do you think's been happening in the last fucking 50 years or whatever? Just you yeah, and me on a ship. this is how it works. Me and my doctor <laughs> on the ship. Uh, and we're watching Cogenitor. Yeah, it could be anything. It really could. I mean, it'll be... Uh, just look up whatever cogenitor means, then go to dictionary entry number two, because it won't be the first one. Yeah, that's what we're... Unless it's, and then that's, that's Enterprise uh, style. Yeah, because Voyager would go with definition one in the case of the shoot. The <laughs> shoot! <laughs> well... Alright, we're back on the clock. We're back on... Look, I, coming into this, I had a thing planned where I was going to cut some clips together, and we were going to have a section <laughs> that we were going to do that was going to take up some time. But instead, I asked you to play things on YouTube, alright? That's right. So... <laughs> That's how it goes sometimes. It's a co- I have two jobs. We're coming up on the holidays. Yeah. And um, so that means the schedule may fluctuate a little bit yeah. depending on how things go. Um, I think we're going to get next week's Star Trek in just fine. Yeah, we'll do and it then early we'll play week. it by year after that. Yeah, I'll do it early week. I have house guests for, um, for Tonkis for Gives. Tonkis Giving. Which is, uh, by the way, which is a shame because the long Thanksgiving weekend otherwise would be a perfect weekend to knock out some Star Treks, but we won't have to do it. That's right. Yeah, we'll do the Star Trek and then we'll be off the clock. Good. We'll enjoy the holiday. It'll be fine. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Sorry. Thanks and sorry. American War. That prevents them from being. um... Why did you laugh? Did you hear that weird noise my throat made? (laughs) I heard it so loudly. <laughs> <laughs>